0: Give me one of these. Give me the claw. Yeah. Hello, Winterwebs, and welcome to Close Up. I'm your co-host, Joe. And I'm Ryan. Today, we're going to be reviewing the Iron Claw. Full spoilers ahead for the movie. You've been warned. Zooming into our medium shot now from our extreme long shot. Tell me, Ryan, what were your anticipation levels like going into the Iron Claw?
1: Um, my anticipations were, this is a wrestling movie, I don't know anything about wrestling, I actually don't like wrestling whatsoever, I think it's just a bunch of very sweaty men on steroids, throwing themselves into each other, with predetermined, not fake, predetermined storylines, and calling it a sport, but Zach Efron got really beefed up, I really love Jeremy, Ellen White, so I'm expecting acting performances to be phenomenal, and they work.
0: Yep, I have never cared about wrestling, although I can see the allure of it. All these guys so jacked up. The the moves are really big. The personalities are really big. They're larger-than-life personas. The, the trash-talking, the whole culture around it is... I can see the appeal of it. I get I get the allure. I just never got into it myself. But I've heard great things about this film as a dramatic vehicle. Uh I haven't seen Zach Efron in much, but I've been a fan of his since high school musical days. That was the first thing I ever saw him in as a kid. Um Same. everybody, I guess. But yeah, I was excited to see him in something again. I haven't seen a Zach Efron movie in a long. I know he's been in a lot of stuff, just nothing I've seen. Uh, so I was excited to see him in a lead role again. And did
1: you see that uh Ted Bundy movie? No, it's pretty good.
0: No, or he does pretty good in it. I should say. Yeah, I heard. I heard he was good in it. Yeah, so I I had no expectations for this really. Whatsoever, I don't know the Von Erich family. No idea for their context in the history of professional wrestling. What happened to them? Uh, but I came out of this theater misty-eyed. I was, I was gonna cry. I didn't cry. It's I've only cried at like five movies ever, but I came close on this one. By the end, it's so rare for me. It, it struck a nerve. It's. Yeah, let's let's get into it. This movie's sad. (laughs) It's very sad. That's it. That's the review.
1: That's it. All right. You can find me at. We find you. Sad movie. No, it's just yeah. It's like I don't think there's a family that's had so much tragedy in their fucking life and in the sports world in this family. It's so strange. The
0: closest comparison I could think of was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, just the like in Saving Private Ryan, like all all his brothers are dead and the whole thing was okay, we got to save Ryan cuz he's the last one. We can't right. let him die too. And this felt very similar to that. Like all these brothers and all of them just getting picked off one by one. Most of them by suicide, which is even worse. Yeah. It's even more tragic. That's
1: crazy. That's really sad, yeah.
0: And you know what I found out after I watched this movie? They left out a whole brother out of this movie. Yeah, and he died by suicide too.
1: It's crazy. They kind—I of, think they did that because I read somewhere because his suicide was, or like the, around his death and his injuries were kind of related to the exact same way as another brother, or they were too similar. So they just kind of mingled them into one character, so it was better for the runtime, I guess. But yeah, you yeah. left out a whole other brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of a lot of people when they watch this movie that that's a big criticism I've heard is that they don't really buy the whole efficiency argument. They're like, "Well, he was a whole other brother in his stories from Well, the, the thing I've heard about that brother Chris von Eric is that he he had uh, very brittle bones, and he, he didn't have a long wrestling career because he, he was injured a lot, broke his bones a lot just in training during wrestling, and that always, that always put him at a bit of a disadvantage in the family. He kind of, from what I've heard, made him feel lesser than in the family just because he, he couldn't physically compete like his other brothers could. Right which could have been a, a powerful story if they'd wanted to give him the runtime. Uh it just hearing hearing about him just makes this movie even worse because it's like, "Oh wow, like, all these brothers died. And wait, there was another one that died too?"
1: Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Looks like the curse is real.
0: <laughs> I thought that was one of the saddest parts of the movie. Well, there's a few sad parts, like when they're at um I think it was Mike's funeral. And and um Kevin and Pam's like, Oh, when, when are you gonna come home? And he's like, Well, like the curse I do not I d I don't I don't wanna put it on you.
1: Yeah. He's so She's like, Stop being an idiot. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I love th- Pam so there was, as a character in this in this movie.
0: Lily Lily James was great. Uh mm-hmm. but the other part that got me sad was for I think it may have even been that funeral as well, when the mom has her, uh, her funeral dress laid out, and she can't. She doesn't want to put it on, and and it's like, okay, just just put it on. No, no, people people are gonna recognize it, and I just thought that was so yeah. sad. Like, and you're you're a public persona who's lost enough kids that the press could photograph photograph you in that dress, and people would recognize it. I mean, that's a sad explanation anyway, but it's just the idea that she's had to do this multiple times and that's the justification she's yeah. trying to give herself.
1: That's yeah. That's what I thought too. It's like her real reason is, is like I've, I've been to too many of my own children's funerals, but I got to come up with this like somewhat excuse to be like, Oh, I, I can't, I can't wear this dress because heaven's going to recognize me. Just really sad. Yeah. I fall on believe this is kind of going to spoilers. Sorry, not believe, but I thought when watching the end of the movie, I thought, <laughs> I thought the wife was about to shoot the dad because <laughs> just the way that like the framing was set up, how she's off screen and he walks oh, in he's just man. like, what are you doing? I thought because he looks so shocked. I thought she had like a shotgun or something, but now she's just painting because she's just uh, like,
0: I thought she was committing suicide too.
1: Yeah. I just, yeah. Cause they had it it's off like,
0: camera. And she was yeah. I mean the painting was nice as a as a resolution cuz she talked earlier mm. in the movie about how she used to get be into painting and she gave that up. So that yeah. not that her character had much of an arc in the movie but it was nice to see, oh okay, well, even after the death of all her kids she returned to something that gave her joy.
1: Mhm. Like the last thing that she knew that gave her joy. Yeah. Or that she remembers, I guess.
0: Yeah, this film, the way, the way it goes is they just built up the brothers' relationship so well in the first mm-hmm. half. You really feel the bonds between all these men, how much they love each other, how much they work their asses off to prop each other up, how good they look together in the ring, and how well they work together and feed off each other and make up for each other's lacks of strengths, like Carrie's the best athlete. Kevin's the one who paid the way. David's the best on the mic uh, for the trash talking and the press tours. Like they all, mm-hmm. and Mike is kind of the heart of the family. He's, he's the performer. He's, he's really good at uh, music and the dad doesn't respect that, but they're just, yeah. they're all established as unique personalities and, and, their relationship is really good. So once, once David dies from what? What do they say? It was his liver that burst, or
1: uh, intestines. So intestines. his intestines got inflamed and then uh, burst.
0: Yeah, yeah. So as soon as that happened, it just set the dominoes rolling for the rest of it. And then Zac Efron's performance really makes you feel okay. So the first, the first few times, we're stoic. Just like the dad, the parents were too. We're sad, but we're gonna move on. Okay, that 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 sucks. My brother's dead, but I've still got a lot of brothers. And then by the time Carrie commits suicide, that that's it. All his brothers are gone. Yeah, and that's that. Basically, when I broke too, and like no, not Carrie too. He just spent the whole movie going from one hardship to the next he loses his chance in the olympics he freaking he becomes world champion gets his foot amputated and he was just working his way through it he he worked his way back into the into the wrestling world as uh as somebody with a disability and was starting to do better again just to commit suicide like that in the end was tragic
1: yeah, and it was very sad.
0: Just it was the fact that he was coming back <laughs> after such hardship. Yeah, that's what Mm-mm. did it. For, and he was also the last brother that Kevin had. And I'm like, is is Kevin even gonna live through this?
1: Yeah, Jeez. it's one. Of, it was one of my like best. I think one of the best uh, <clears throat> like moments in the movie for me was like when Zach, um Zac just absolutely loses it on his dad. He's he's like you're he's like you're supposed to protect them. Like you're our father supposed to protect them. And then just like almost in a way almost kills him by like choking him out. You just see all the emotion that um Kevin's just been building up throughout the entire movie because let's face it, in the seventies families weren't really allowed to feel (laughs) or just like mental health wasn't really talked about that well. You were just more so just meant to you know, just stick through it power through i mean even when you hear like the small conversations between both the children to the father or even to the mother where it's like you got to tell dad to take it easy on on my brother he's like well talk that's to between your about that yeah talk to your brother about that like the parents don't know how to deal with it they're very much just a we're we're a sports family and that's 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 what we are we don't have time for emotions and then we're just here to support all that
0: you We're here to support you financially. We'll give you what you need to do. We'll give you jobs. We'll make sure you're like, we're going to, we're going to push you to be the very best you can be, but for emotional stuff, deal with that amongst yourselves. That's not our. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a very realistic portrayal of that as well, because it's very, yeah, it's a big family. It's also like a simple, like dismissal of emotions, but it's so real at the same time. It's just very like, no, go talk to your brothers about it. And it's just like that, uh, like that connection that you, you just don't have with your parents. And that's what makes the blow up to his, uh, at his father so powerful for me because that's just, he's letting it all out finally. And you saw little bits of that, like when he <clears throat> lost the fight to Ric Flair and he's like, he's holding on the iron claw too long. He said, like, it's all that emotion that he can't control because like, I'm not a mental health expert, but experts say like, if you build up all that emotion, it'll just come out like, and you just can't control it, and that's what happened during his fight with Ric Flair, and then the fight with his dad after, um, his brother committed, his final brother committed suicide, but it's just, yeah, just, it's, it's a well-done portrayal of both, like, family and tragedy, but also just mental health, and just show, goes to show, like, how, how important it is to have, to have that, to have a good, strong relationship with your mental health, and, uh, mental health of your family as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I also think the movie is a good portrayal of... The reason it resonates with me is because of the... I think it's relatable enough to people who aren't even sports fans or wrestling. Just the idea of wanting to please your parents and be the best you can be to make them proud and maybe push yourself a little too hard Sometimes to do that, not everyone's parents are as hard on them as, uh, as Fritz von Erichs were to his kids, but you know, he, he did turn them into big success stories with that, with that pushing. They did all live up to their potential. They just didn't have the necessary support to deal with the problems it caused afterwards. And then it was just a snowball effect. Every further tragedy just made life harder to cope with after that. Every brother that died, you feel it impact them all even worse. It just makes everyone's mental health was pretty strained at the start. And then every death after that, it all just gets worse and worse for every one of them. And the only reason Kevin was okay was because he had Pam as his... Great support system. He had a baby to look out for.
1: Yeah. Pam basically saved his life. Yeah. From from probably... Same fate. The same way he would go out uh, that his brothers did. It's just really sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although, the... The the gut punch to me was the very end of the movie, the final scene. That's what nearly made me cry. Was the very the very end when Zach yeah. Efron's watching uh, when Kevin's watching his kids play in the yard, and he starts crying. And then all the and then his kids come up to hug him. No, oh, dad, dad, why are you crying? Oh, I'm sorry. The guys aren't supposed to cry. Well, dad, we we cry all the time. What's what's wrong? That got a laugh you know, just, in
1: my theater. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Well, no, It's
0: just uh, I used to be a brother.
1: Yeah, that was a good scene. Uh, it was like that scene in the, one of the scenes before it was like a back to back that got me misty eyed when uh, Carrie is on. He's dead and he's in the he's afterlife the and then he's he's on the boat and he goes to see his brothers, pays the ferryman. Um, and then he meets his like f- brother who died when he was five years old. Jackie. I was like, fuck, man, like Jesus. That's like <laughs> such an emotional like thing to think about. Like who will be there when in the afterlife? Like wh- who will you see? And it's just like one of those things where it's like it's peaceful, it's calm. There's you're just yeah, it's
0: yeah. They were all I shit. like how they <laughs> they showed them all to be at peace there. Yeah, but I also like the parallel to earlier in the movie where the dad's wave of of teaching them about how to um how to protect themselves from life is to be the toughest, strongest, most successful, absolute best. And Kevin said well, our mom's way was religion and so in life they were the toughest, strongest, most successful, absolute best, but that didn't really help their spiritual sides at all. Um but they uh, they seemed to be Uh, a a more religious family but in the end they get their reward in the afterlife with spiritual peace they got their success in the physical world and they got to have peace in the afterlife together as a family Mm -hmm. so it that narration at the start sets up okay yeah their dad's way worked but their mom's way gave them everlasting peace which is preferable (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's bittersweet there's only one scene that kind of threw me off because it wasn't really ever touched upon again it was when the mom was watching tv about i think it was during one of the son's matches and then you see someone sitting on the stairs which yeah. i assume was supposed to be david and but he's out of focus and then she turns around doesn't see anybody and it cuts back and nobody's on the stairs I was like okay yeah. so I feel like that's like David looking over his mom but it just never really came back
0: I it was kind of like thought, like when I first saw it it nearly looked more like like Michael to me just because the next scene after that like he was watching Carrie on TV and the next scene after that he tries to be a wrestler right and gets injured yeah. So I'm like was he was he watching his mom watch the TV and was like I'm now I'll try wrestling
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought Michael was also tragic because I, I don't know if, was it just me or did he not seem quite all mentally there after his toxic shock syndrome? No, yeah. He Something seemed like different. a little
1: bit off. And I think, I'm glad they never really brought it up in the movie because probably around that time, they didn't know about like like the mental effect or the doctors would have known. But like, I don't know if the actual family or even the dad would care about the mental effects of what happened to him after the toxic shock syndrome.
0: Did something to his brain.
1: Oh, you could tell. You could tell in the way the uh, actor, like, the mannerisms and his whole facial expressions always changed. Because he was kind of like the young, like, bright brother of the group. And now he just completely is just almost, like, kind of not there.
0: Yeah, he lost it. He kind of became a shell. Lost a, a level of his personality. And I... And then there was the scene when he tries to pick up the guitar and he can't even play anymore and use the audience memory and him can feel, well, okay, well this is the final straw. That was sad. Yeah. I, I tried to do the wrestling thing. I failed at that. I, I'm not all mentally here. I can't even play the guitar. Okay. I understand why you don't want to live anymore. Still awful. But the way the movie presents it, I, I get why you went down that road. Got yeah. depressed.
1: Yeah. The song he's saying at the party was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. I don't I know if that's that right? like or an original or a <laughs> whatever. It sounded pretty it's pro- nice.
0: It's, pro- it's probably a cover. I don't know it specifically, but. I also like the reveal that Fritz used to be a musician too. That he was yeah. a classically trained clarinetist and then he. Yeah, Went all in on sports. And the mom (laughs) was kind of just casually tearing him down at the dinner table. Like, well, he he used to be more well-rounded was basically what she was saying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of shuts it down like immediately. Just kind of like, well, uh, I saw no career in it. So. (laughs) Yeah. And that's because that's what music is. There's no career in it. It's just like, it's just like, uh, Holt, um, the actor, Holt, um, McClaney plays such like the, he does a perfect job of just like the stubborn dad who is all about like, like toxic dad syndrome. Like, I don't even know what it's called, but he just plays it perfectly where it's like, I couldn't like the perfect sports dad, where it's like, I couldn't achieve what I want. So my kids are going to do it for me. If they don't like it, then they can fuck off. But they're going to carry on my legacy no matter what. And he just does the best job of it ever. And he's just so casually an asshole too. It's like, we all know Carrie's my favorite, but the ranks can always change. He just like plays it off like it's not a big deal that he's saying this shit.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought what was interesting about, about Fritz was in that very first scene, you see him as the wrestler who uses the iron claw and all that. And he's his wrestling persona's kind of the dickish guy. But then afterwards, when he's with his kids and his wife and he's talking about, oh man, you know, I, just, I want to use wrestling to build a better life for my family. Don't want to be living in a trailer forever. We want to actually get him a home. He seems like a nice guy. And then you fast forward to the future. And then that's when I realized, oh, wait, he's, he seemed to kind of adopt his wrestling persona in real life was what changed. He was a yeah. nicer guy before, but then he sort of became his character. Just leaned into it. And my my reading of the movie is, I think it's called The Iron Claw, because Fritz kind of metaphorically was using the Iron Claw on his kids their whole life. Kind of holding them holding them under his grip and that's mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah it's crazy it's just yeah just a sad story of like a family that's on the edge of breaking and just they have like this toxic patriarchy dad at the helm of it who in a way kind of got most of his sons killed by like pushing so much of his ambitions and his dreams onto them. Like his son just wanted, clearly wanted to play music. He wanted to have fun and be young, but he pushed him so hard that, you yeah. know, it drove, it got him injured. And then that got to the, and I'm kind of like, it's weird. Cause in terms of a movie, there wasn't really a payoff or like a confrontation for, um, there was like the mini confrontation that I talked about earlier, but it's just kind of like reality where it's like, well, nobody's going to, go after the dad to but, but be like you pushed him to do problem, this but that's also part of the problem right
0: he, he didn't he didn't pull the trigger on any of them yeah he, he, that's that, that's the other argument It's like I've been saying he's the one who pushed them to be so successful in the first place and he, all he he didn't give them the support they needed but he he kind of led them on the road to to mental health struggles but he didn't he didn't kill them They all for sure. They all made their choices in life and Mm -hmm. he couldn't he wasn't forcing them into anything. He didn't force Mike to become a wrestler or anything. He just it was basically just he kind of emotionally manipulated the family in terms of, well, yeah, you know, Mike's my least favorite. I don't see him going anywhere, but he didn't force him into anything. He didn't say, oh, you do wrestling or you're out of my house.
1: I think it's because, like, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like it's kind of, like, subtly forced that they were all forced to do wrestling because they don't want to disappoint their dad, right? Because if they disappoint their dad, he's probably going to disown him. I mean, by the end of it, Kevin's like, hey, Jerry called me from the WWF, and he said he can sell, and he wants to buy us out. It's like, well, if you do that, then you're never coming, like, you're out of this family. You're not
0: welcome in these doors again, Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's all about like, especially the early on years, just the emotional manipulation of like, you're going to do this or you're basically disowned. And we never really get a conversation like that because they've probably just learned that their whole lives where it's like, you just do as I say, because I'm your father and you're going to do it. And that's how it should be. So it's like not, it's like, it's not physically forced, but it is, I feel like emotionally forced and a little bit of manipulation.
0: Yeah, I also just think it's interesting that the kids even right to the very end never think their father did any wrong to them. Yeah, none of like all the kids who committed suicide, none of them blame the father or or said, "Oh, you you pushed me too hard" or anything. They're just, "No, I just I just oh, I want to go to a better place. Don't want to don't want to be here anymore." But Kevin in the end seemed to blame his father for it. He saw the common denominator between everything. But, yeah. But even by the end of the movie, he's like, Well, I'm still trying to make peace with my father. I'm not I sold the business because I'm having financial problems. I need to look after my family, but he still tries to ride that line of keeping his dad happy for as long as he can.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not family still family to him with all his yeah, brothers gone the most gone, important dad, thing. Yeah, with all his brothers gone especially his, de- his parents are the only family he's got besides mm. Pam and his kids. So it's it's all about the compromises. Um I thought it was interesting when the when the dad starts to drive a wedge between Kevin and David specifically. And I liked how David was never even in his face about it. He was just he was nearly apologetic for being so good on the microphone when Kevin can't do PR yeah. for crap. It's like, well, like I, I just I saw the opportunity there, and sorry. And Fritz was like, "Oh man, you're so you're so good on the mic. You got to get in the ring." And like, okay, well let let's give let's give you the title shot now because you're you're the most popular one. You got the best crowd appeal. So you're, you're the most charismatic. Let's move you up. And, uh, like, don't worry, boys, you, you guys will get a chance too later, but right now he's our best shot at getting a heavyweight title.
1: And I like how the movie portrayed, uh, the relationship between all the brothers because yeah, they still have their little scraps here and there, but they still like all love each other so much because they've probably shared with each other everything about each other. So even like the conversations between, uh, David and Eric, are really well done, um, especially where it's like, like you said, it was like I wasn't trying to take your position or anything. I just, I just was, I just did what I thought would be best, and then they come to like an understanding, and then and that stuff was really well done.
0: Like at the wedding, it was my scene. favorite
1: parts of the movies, yeah, the wedding when as Kevin, well.
0: When Kevin and David are talking, and mm-hmm. there's like blood in the toilet in the background behind them,
1: yeah. You really have to look for it too, because it never really cuts away from just that shot. No, it's really but well you can done. See,
0: if you're looking in the background, you see the oh yeah, you can see it. on there. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's an interesting filmmaking. You should see
1: a doctor.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I just like how they kind of made amends at that moment. He's like, yeah, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm happy for you. Actually, you're, you're getting, you're getting the shot. I'm just, you know, wish it could have been me because wrestling was my thing for the longest time yeah uh i i also liked how the filmmaking foreshadowed most of the deaths like with david's death the last thing we see of him is at the wedding with um uh, what was that song uh thank god i'm a country boy the the music slowly fades out with the shot staying specifically on david I'm like ooh, that's a that the music's fading out, and so is the scene cross-fading with him is the focus. That means he's <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. He, I mean, like, the blood in the toilet was a giveaway, but the fact that it faded out specifically on him to the next scene, like, oh, the music's dying, the shot's dying out, he's, he's fading out, he's done. Yeah. Yeah, I and knew then, he'd be uh, the
1: first one to go.
0: Yeah, and then with, um... With Michael it was also the acting the guitar things like that it was oh okay I can see where you're going with Carrie like oh drinking and driving okay you, you took that drink ah, I'm gonna go out for a drive I'm like okay you didn't you didn't spell it out but I know something bad's gonna happen to you with that I didn't really think of anything when he gave the dad that gun that he didn't fire. But as soon as they got back yeah. to the country house later on, I'm like, oh, he's going to shoot himself with that gun, isn't he? Yeah. Damn it.
1: I thought he was going to... I thought something bad was going to happen with that gun because they focused so much on it. But I didn't think it was going to happen to, to Carrie. I thought he was going to, like, shoot his dad or, like, have yeah. a conversation with his brother, like a drunken rage. or Yeah, I didn't think he was going to... And then, but... And then I realized the phone call conversation with him in the hotel and uh <clears throat> and Eric was not Eric. Is it Eric? See, there's so many brothers. Carrie. Kevin.
0: Carrie? Or Ke- Kevin, Zach Afron?
1: Carrie and Kevin. Yeah. 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 That conversation I was like, he's probably gonna kill himself.
0: Yeah. I was just surprised he made it to the farmhouse. Yeah. Like, okay, come, well, you, come to the farmhouse tomorrow morning. We'll make mom make pancakes and mm-hmm. talk it out.
1: Yeah, I was also like, hey, you got to find Carrie. Or we just talking to his dad, he's like, you got to find Carrie. You got to track him down. He's not doing well. And then just the dad, just again, he's like, you boys work it out on your own. And it's like, your son's in turmoil, dude. Like, your son's threatening to kill himself. You, you just don't deny care how bad it is, and you're just yeah you're just in denial it just you goes to show a just li- like the yeah it just goes you to show you- like how bad it was back then, yeah,
0: you think you take it a bit more- ser- threats of suicide a bit more serious when multiple of your kids have done it already,
1: yeah, it just it's insane it's just how it goes to show just how blind the father was in terms of an emotional state
0: and the mother too. She was just, she was a more passive personality. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. But still, the father was pretty overbearing, but she still, whatever he did, she condoned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What else? What else? Um, The fights were great. Mm-hmm. All the wrestling fights were electric. They were really well choreographed.
1: I was a little worried because the beginning was very, like, shaky shaky cami and very up close. So I was like, is this going to be the entire movie? But it wasn't. Yeah, the action's really well done for the most part. It looked like at least Jeremy Allen white and Zach Efron did most of their stunts.
0: Yep. Or at least the jump rope stuff. Yeah. I saw a talk show with uh, Jeremy Allen white. I think it was on Seth Meyers. And he talked about having to get up on the, uh, on the ropes and do the stunts. He said they had two months to train for uh, to train for the movie. That's wild. Which is pretty crazy. I think Two they months. did really well. What, what I like about the choreography in it is that when the camera is all up close on them, you can see they're pulling their punches and stuff, but I'm also, okay, this is the camera trying to tell us it's not really real fighting. It's... Yeah. There's... Like yeah, he, he is hitting him. They are physically hurting themselves. Like there was that scene where uh what was his name? Harley Ray slammed uh Kevin into the in the ground. He's like I I've never hit the ground that hard before. They do get hurt. It, it is real in many ways just even though the end is predetermined. Uh but yeah, I I just like how even though the when the fighting was fake, it still worked. Like, okay, we, we can film this. The actors are pulling their punches, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, I think it goes to... Uh, it, it, um, <clears throat> they also, like, treat the sport with respect as well because everybody knows the stigma against wrestling, but for, like, the wrestling fans, they do show the behind-the-scenes where it's, like, the tag team with David and Kevin, and they're talking to the two other guys, like, so I'm going to do this move, and then you're going to... He's going to tag in and all that, but it's just, like, treat it as, like, a quick, like, okay and that's what we're going to do and then you see the fight play out and it's done really well so for the real wrestling fans out there they you know get to see a little bit behind the scenes but you still get to see like the pain that the brothers went through i mean there's like the shot where like they're all doing steroids and carries just covered in blood all over his face it's a uh, it's wild like yes like yeah. predetermined it's not like the most phenomenal thing it did in terms of sports to watch but these are still like supremely physical athletes doing this and
0: well what i like saying the
1: type of stuff they can do
0: what made me see it in a different light was when kevin had that explanation to pam when she called it fake and he was like no 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 see see what it is we're not winning the fights based on our physical prowess but the real competition is how do we perform how does the audience react to us because if they really like you, you keep moving up the ladder. If you get to face somebody of a higher position, that's basically a job promotion. Just because the audience reacted to you so strongly, heavyweight champion is in a um, a matter of skill. It's it's a popularity contest. Like, do you react well with the crowd? Do are you really good at? showing off the moves and uh like using your body performatively and like jumping off the ropes or how you slam the guys or pump up the crowd like that that's what wrestling's all about it's or I guess even the PR bits of it count too as part of the popularity contest which is why Kevin never made it as far as the others because he he didn't like he he was a good performer in the ring but he was never based on this movie anyway, as, as good at hyping the crowd up as his other brothers were.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Which is a large part of the point. He's a very stoic individual, pretty stone faced A lot of the time keeps his emotions more close to his sleeve and doesn't uh, emote as much as the others, which doesn't make him as popular in his chosen profession. That's, Based on his own explanation, anyway, uh, but it made me see it in a, in a different light. That way, it's like, oh, okay, so this is what wrestling's really about. It's it's all about who heavyweight champion is really who's entertaining people the most. Yeah, which I can still get behind. Yeah, I
1: like that. I liked all the like small behind the scenes stuff with uh with the wrestling because that's really what uh like sports biopic should do is pull back the curtain um a little bit uh not all the way but like a little bit just to show how things work and um yeah and i love that explanation he gives to to pam it's just so simple where it's like well it's just a jo- just like a job promotion it's yeah. like, you know it's just a matter of like how good you are yeah it's really well done simplifies it for the uh for the unknown.
0: Exactly. I also like the physicality Zach Efron brought to the part. He was really really stunning in the ring. But I also liked the uh, his wedding scene when he was dancing. Like I'm looking at every everybody's dancing, and I'm like, Zach Efron can dance. He's he's pretty yeah, smooth at this. He pulls it off so much so well like <laughs> it just seems like that I'm like just the physicality of the Kevin character in the ring or even on the dance floor he's just he's bringing a lot like even though his face is mostly like he has a stony face for most of the movie but he acts a lot with his eyes and his body in this role mm-hmm. which is tailored to this specific character I think but it's he's very well done in it brings a lot of personality out not through his voice, but just how he looks.
1: Yeah. This is definitely his best performance uh, by far. You know, it just goes to show the type of acting chops. He, uh, he really has in his back pocket. Um, Not his most iconic, but you know, (laughs) his best performance by far.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Allen White was great too. I mean, they all were really.
1: Yeah. He was good. I I'm such a fan of him that I wish he had more to do. Like, I wish he had more scenes um, just kind of interacting with the brothers because it felt like, I don't know, but maybe that's also probably the character where, you know, maybe Kevin had more of a relationship with David or or Michael and not so much with Carrie. But it just felt like you get such like a big name like Carrie. I just feel like you need like one or two more scenes to really show the bond between him and Kevin. But also there's a lot to go over as well. I mean, they cut a whole brother yeah. for runtime, so That's true. who knows what else they cut.
0: Yeah, I thought the all the performances were very good. There's a lot of good visual storytelling in this film. Mm-hmm. Just the way you see things play out, especially the stuff in the ring. Like, okay, yeah, there's there's some good stuff here. Uh, but one element of the movie I liked was going back to pulling the behind-the-scenes curtains was that even in that fight with Ric Flair when he's got the iron claw on him for too long? Ric Flair in the dressing room afterwards was <laughs> that was that was a good fight. Well, I'll, I'll rematch yeah. you anytime. That's that's good. Or mm-hmm. um, there was a couple other guys where they fought. The same I think there was part of a montage where they were kicking each other's asses in the ring and then having beers after. Yeah, was,
1: that was really funny.
0: <laughs> in the ring, it's intense. We're, we're fighting we're acting like warriors here afterwards hey okay we'll just we're we're supposed to be enemies on the show but we're we're just having a good time yeah Maybe yeah like really I liked all real. the
1: behind the scenes of that stuff it kind of reminded me of the beginning of Rocky where he's in that first fight and then like behind the uh, as soon as that first fight ends. He's in the same locker room with the guy he just fought, the guy like he had who headbutted him, and he just like beat the crud out of. I thought it was really good. Yeah, was it Spider? I think that's what his name. I don't remember, I don't remember
0: his name now. Uh, let's see. Uh, I thought the movie was paced well. I was never bored. Never felt overly long. No, it just felt okay. I'm I'm locked into this. It felt exactly as long as it needed to be. Uh I also thought the filmmaking and editing were good. The editing I thought found a good balance between it was it was kinetic, it was things were always moving, but it never felt breakneck like it's going too fast. Yeah. It was a it was a nice medium for for pacing and uh, and cutting uh that that all is good um let's see
1: yeah yeah it was funny cuz it was like what 2 hours and 12 minutes
0: something like felt, that felt
1: didn't feel like that at all like the i liked how it, yeah it wasn't fast paced but it was just smoothly told i guess it was that's the best paced. way i could describe it yeah
0: yeah and smooth too is a good a mm-hmm. good way to put it well, yeah, I think another thing about this movie with this family in particular is I think the this family is pretty easy to get people behind. Not just because of their tragedy, which you want to empathize with, but if you just look at them on paper, these Von Ericks are clean cut, good American boys from Texas. And- Gladiators. <laughs> Yeah. They're like they're in perfect physical form. They're they're great athletes. They they don't seem to have too many vices. They're they're nice guys. Popular in their community. They're just they're like the American ideal. Really. They're what Yeah They're what every American parent wants their kid to end up being, it seems like.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's what adds to the tragedy as well, right? Like they're the perfect American family, but they have all this behind the scenes stuff that goes on with them mentally and it just all comes crashing down. So it just adds yeah. more weight to the to the story. I feel especially for Americans, I would assume
0: because on the surface, the patriotism. The American dream. yeah, on the surface, they're the American dream. But then there's how much did we have to mentally sacrifice to get that dream?
1: Yeah. Right. That's the exactly. part of the story
0: you don't usually see. You just hear, work hard, you'll get success. Okay, but there's more to that. Wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. right. But also it takes a toll. Well,
1: it's, it's not like the only thing, is what I'm yeah. saying.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, uh yeah, it's um I don't have much more to say. Um I I don't, yeah. Uh, I like that the film was dedicated to the brothers uh, at the very end of the credits there. Um, Mm. In loving memory to all of them. I didn't happen to see if Chris's name was in there.
1: I didn't see, no.
0: I couldn't tell. That would kind of suck if he wasn't, even though he wasn't in the movie, but I don't remember now.
1: Was that after the like main credits or is that like right at the beginning?
0: No, it was after the, it was like credits are at the very end in that, that. Oh, was I like didn't stick thing. around for that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't was, tell you. That was the end then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, I saw some promotional stuff. I think it, it may have even been Jeremy Allen White's interview where they were asking him Oh, so what did um, what did Kevin Von Erich have to say about all this? And they said, well, they, he didn't really have anything to do with the with the production. Apparently, he wasn't even consulted about very much of it. Wow. Which, okay. Which is which is a little weird, but apparently, what he did say was he'd be okay with the movie as long as they showed how much he and his brothers loved each other. That was his, that was his main thing. He's like, yeah, wh- whatever you do, just make sure you get that right. I think they nailed it.
1: Well, from what we could tell,
0: definitely. I th- that's, the, that's the best part of the movie was the brother's mm-hmm. relationship and yeah, their whole family dynamic. Yeah. I think Which it was think the best like brother
1: through. relationship captured on film Uh, that we've seen in a while. So it was well done. And I'm sure they had like little spats over their lives, but that's not what they want to show in the movie. Right. And I can understand why. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know if you felt this way, but I know for me, like both of us have brothers and it's easy enough to, to empathize with that situation. I, I don't know how I'd cope if, if my brother died. Yeah. I mean, exactly. He's he's my favorite person in the world. And even though I don't talk to him all the time, I just, I can't even fathom it.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah. It's just an absolute tough situation to lose. Not even just like one, but all your brothers. Like, yeah. Couldn't even imagine.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's hard when it comes to, sibling relationships like that i know there's some families where the siblings are further apart maybe not as close but i think when it comes to brotherly relationships it's like well yeah mom and dad are a lot older than us and they're probably gonna die before us and there's gonna come a point where you're the only person i can talk to about our childhood mutually or even it's like in the movie right it's like well you know, if you have a problem, don't talk to your parents, talk to your brother. A lot of it, like my childhood was like that. Yeah. I talked to my parents about a lot, but my brother's the one I can really talk with. And he, cause he, he gets me on a more, uh, on a peer to peer level. It's like, yeah, I can, I can tell my parents stuff, but they'll only understand so much. My brother always gets full context for everything. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah, your siblings are usually the ones you can share like almost 100% of everything with.
0: Yeah. Not that I'm trying to hide anything, but it's like, yeah, mom and dad, you just don't have the context. You don't necessarily know the people I'm talking about. Like my, like my brother went to school with some of the people I'd be complaining about back in high school or whatever. Yeah. Like w- like whatever the problem was, he's more right there into it. He's got, yeah. So that yeah. those relationships are very important and I think anyone with a sibling can relate to this movie.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I think a sibling is like, I feel bad for people who don't have siblings. Like they grow up an only child because it is like kind of, there is your relationship with your parents, but there's like the relationship with your siblings, probably the most important one that you'll ever have. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. the one person you grow up with and you learn from each other and share with each other, everything. Mm-hmm.
0: I find only children are a lot of times they're very close to their parents and that's, yeah, that's great. But I just find having siblings, it, it it pushes your character in a, in a different way. You have to learn socialization, even at a younger age, even have to learn conflict resolutions more, um, Oh, you you borrowed my stuff. Oh, you're pissing me off. Let's end in a in a fist fight. Oh, now we have to know fist fighting's bad because we both got punished for it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it may be. It's just you kinda help each other in a way. Like your parents can put all attention on you. But it's just Yeah, that that's just kind of the funny thing, right? You're, like your parents can put all attention on you and they're gonna give you all their good parts and they're also gonna give you all their bad parts. But I found with me and my brother it's yeah, okay. You know, our parents are giving us all their good parts and all their bad parts as well. But I also have somebody else in the household to be like, I'm okay, so that was unfair, right? Like they're <laughs> it's like I don't just have to take this stuff at face value. I can I can talk amongst somebody else and be like, okay, so was was this fair? Like is am I being too much like my parents in a good way or a bad way? And you like you see it too, right? Like like the way like what mom said, is that like, is that okay? Okay. No, you agree? She was overreacting? Good. Not just me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... Yeah. I feel like with single children, sometimes it's harder to internalize those. Like you, you internalize those things more because you don't have a sounding board who's right there. Yeah. Well, you don't have I'm, like I'm a second opinion. Yeah. yeah I'm for generalizing, but it's just, it's an important relationship. Um, for sure this movie handled it very well
1: Mm-mm. yeah good message well yeah it's good showing of the relationship that siblings have with each other
0: yeah alright well I think the Iron Claw is a must see movie especially if you want to sure. feel something sad <laughs> yeah uh, good luck getting through the movie dry eyed Mm-mm. But that's fine. People need to see challenging things sometimes. Yeah, that I agree. are actually good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Iron Claw. <clears throat> Where can we find you? Well, you can
1: find me at Ryan Walker Official on YouTube, TikTok, and on Instagram.
0: And also in the ring. Nope. Sort of.
1: I'm not gonna be there anytime
0: soon. <laughs> not, not the wrestling ring, but the you are kind of in a ring.
1: It's not a ring. Plug your socials.
0: <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Thought Play Media. Also, check out the Close Up with Ryan and Joe Facebook page for latest updates on the show. If you listen to us in audio, check out our YouTube channel. And if you're on YouTube, find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. We hope to see you on the next Close Up with Ryan and Joe, where we'll probably do a leisure list stay tuned till next time take care